Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. I'm your host, Greg Phelps, and with us again is Tifa Snow. And our topic today is related to activity. Seems to me we've done a few of these, but it's interesting. Uh, this one is from a listener who had a very specific question about keeping his wife engaged. Now, what might he be talking about, Tifa? What might he be talking about? So in the world of dementia, um, one of the things we might find is that people that we're really close to, when we spend a lot of time with them, we develop patterns of behavior. So, you know, unless you have something specific to talk about, what do you, what do you and your wife talk about during a meal? Ooh, yeah, usually the food or the dog or, you know, the things that are on the news. Yeah, do you actually work on having conversations while you eat or do you mostly eat and make a, maybe a comment or two? Are you actively engaging with one another or? Probably not. Probably not as often as you think you are. And what about when you, when you finish the meal, what usually happens? Does one of you go off to do one thing and one of you go to do the other once you've shared sort of maybe cleanup or something? Yeah, other duties as assigned, right? And other duties as assigned. And it turns out when you're a couple, when you've got a partnership going on, you tend to do things together occasionally and then you go off and do things on your own. Then you come back together. And what happens in dementia is suddenly one of the partners is confronted with the potential or at least the possibility that, you know what, man, uh, she or he doesn't do much unless I'm doing something or they're always coming to me and say, well, what, do you, what should I do now? Or we're just sitting and I don't know what to do with them because they don't want to do what I'm doing and I need to get done what I'm doing. But, you know, what are they supposed to do because they're not much of a self-starter anymore? So I think that happens a lot, Greg, that partners sort of are at not sure what to do, unless you were together your whole lives and you love doing the same things and you were joined at the hip as, as a couple your whole married life, which is pretty doggone rare, actually. Now, the, the listener's question was very sort of general, but I think we have to break it down just a little bit. Would would it be important that uh, maybe he understand what gem states are, um, oh. uh, things like like what stage is she, how, how helpful would this type of information be? Yeah, so yeah, so recognizing how much of what the person might be experiencing as a change in their partner is actually due to dementia and how much of it is actually due to, well, that's how she's always been. And are we changing as the person needs us to change? Because it turns out as dementia changes, the person's abilities are going to change. Their interests are going to change. Now, it doesn't mean if I've always enjoyed flowers, I still don't enjoy flowers, but what I'm going to be able to do with the flowers, how I'm going to be able to work in the garden, do things, go pick things, uh, and arrange things. I may need more support. And so then the question becomes not only me, you. Like, how much do you hate messing with flowers? How much uh, do you have opinions about how flowers should be managed? How much does it bother you when I pull the flowers up like they're weeds and you have to replant them? So it turns out that when I'm in a partnership, knowing where someone is in their dementia, what kind of support they need, but also realizing we may think this is just how she's always been, but maybe we need to rethink that because what we may think is they're doing this on purpose or she's not trying. And in fact, the person is trying, actually. They're trying really hard. It just so 
turns out that, yeah, they can be trying really hard. It doesn't mean it's working really well. I had another question come in sort of in the same uh, vein, um, relates to persons living with dementia as they become pearls. What can be done? This The, the question sort of inferred that um, there wasn't much, but I, I, I don't think that's the case. It's not the case. And what's really interesting is we have to change what we're thinking uh, engagement looks like. Because as my body makes it harder and harder for me to do things, uh, whether it's skilled things or whether it's even strong things, what we wanna think is what senses still are present? Uh, could I still possibly smell things? Could I still possibly feel things on my skin? Could I still um, hear things and recognize familiar from unfamiliar? Could I taste things? Could I look at things? Where would you want to put them so I could see them? Uh, what kind of things have I liked before? Might you want to present something? And could you need to give me some support? And it might be, ooh, look at that. And when I say it like that, it's amazing how many people go, what are we looking at? Because it's sort of like I get you stirred up. What I did is called on a part of your brain that's more what we call primitive. It's an attention getter. It's called your reticular activating system. And I said, ooh, there's something cool out here. Ooh, ooh. Greg, do you smell that? And what I told your brain is, did you notice something? And when I gave you the even if you didn't get all my words, you might have imitated my, because what that does is suck the air into your nose, which is where you might have the sense of smell. That's where your olfactory system is. And so where I might do is put cinnamon on my hands, for instance, rub my hands together really quick and hard so it heats the cinnamon and then place my hand close to under your nose and go, mmm, smell that particularly if I know you used to make apple pies with cinnamon in them, or that was one of your favorites, so hot chocolate, like use the cocoa and rub it on your hands or coffee or bacon, you know, be careful with that. So you're, you're suggesting that you can do something else other than wheel me in my Broda chair down to the activity room to listen to bingo. And to park you. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm suggesting a one-on-one -on -one interaction, sort of still being your partner but the partnership is really different. I might also bring the dog or I might bring a stuffed dog or I might move my hand over something to see if you can copy that movement. I think all too often we make assumptions about ability and we don't do assessments because people tell us, well, there's nobody in there. And it's like, oh, you're so wrong. They're still no, you, there. <laughs> you, you were saying there are parts of the brain that are preserved and I, what was it? Was it music and, and, and what else? rhythm, music, uh, sometimes counting, um, sometimes hearing. They can hear things, but you know, not understanding what you hear. So it means familiar sounds, the sound of someone's voice, the rhythm of a voice, the energy of a voice. Um, it could also be things as simple as sights, things I can see. Dementia will rob me of the ability to maybe understand everything I've seen, but then I could have absolute moments. So the idea of wind chimes, um, the idea of a mobile where, uh, you know, the butterfly is flying and it's what you've done is created a situation where it stays where I'm at because it's hanging on a thread and I get to watch it or there's something for me to experience. Tipa, where can I find more information on this? Uh, we have some late state care 
videos and webinars because we found that this one is one that a lot of people have trouble with because they're thinking, I don't know what to do. I mean, I have no idea. They can't do anything. So we certainly have a lot of resources online. We have what we call boxes, activity boxes, where we sort of share sort of some of some ideas. Um, we're also, you know, working on some engagement masterclasses if people really want to dig in a little bit more and get more skillful. But for right now, you know, just even getting the beginning of understanding the idea of gem states, um, how people change and what maybe that means for those of us in support. Deepa, thank you very much. Thank you, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series brought to you by Positive Approach to Care. For more information on today's topics or any other information relating to dementia, go to tipasnow.com.